Holy Father, in the magnificent, mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Father, we approach the throne of grace this morning knowing that all things are ours through this royal new birth, knowing that we are in covenant relationship with the magnificent creator of the universe. And Father, we're thanking you this morning as we break the bread of life that you, you, by the Spirit of God, shall teach each of us and leave an eternal deposit of your word in our hearts. Father, we claim this day that we'll never, never be hearers only, but we'll put into practice what we hear. We'll be known as the doers of the word. And Father, we thank you that we can honor you with it. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone say it. Praise God. You can be seated. Turn with me, if you will, this morning to the 10th chapter of Big John. 10th chapter of Big John. Talk to you about grace this morning. Hit it from another standpoint. Grace, power beyond your ability. Grace, power beyond your ability. When you come to the end of what you can do, there is something God will tack on. There is a gigantic system of grace. And if you can get it into his system, you've got something working for you that created the universe. Hallelujah. You've got power available to every born-again Christian. Power, creative power, dynamic power, victorious power in every area you exercise faith in. Praise God. I'm going to read you a, a, a scripture out of Romans 5, 2. We'll get to uh, John 10 in just a minute. Romans 5, 2 out of Phillips' translation said, Through him we have confidently entered into a new relationship of grace. And here we take our stand. Hallelujah. Now let me explain something to you what grace is. Grace is what the Lord Jesus Christ has already passed tense, set down to your credit when he went through the death, the burial, and the resurrection. When he went through this divine process, he was doing it as your substitute, as your stand-in, as your agent, and, and when he done that, everything he accomplished is set down to your credit. Now, you can have every bit of that if you get into the grace with your faith. If you exercise your faith. Faith in what? In what Jesus has done for us. Faith, is what it, faith in what he already belongs to me. If you don't know it belongs to you, you ain't going to have faith for it anyway. You ain't going to have faith for something you're just hoping for. You're going to have to have faith in truth. You're going to have to have faith in what Jesus has already done for you. If you think, bless God, God's going to heal you one of these days, then you've missed the whole point. God healed you 2,000 years ago on an old rugged cross when Jesus himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. Praise God. Can you shout amen this morning? Hallelujah. That's grace. That's God's system working for you. 
He's done worked it in Christ. Hallelujah. Now, how, do I, how am I going to get it working for me? Well, I, I love the Lord. Well, good. Well, I want, Lord, I'll do what you say. All right, then exercise your faith. Faith's believing God to the point that you'll act on nothing else. That no report, nothing else moves you except what God has set down to your credit. See, Paul said something's got a hold on me. Something's got a hold on me. <laughs> something's got me. He said I'm, said, 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 I'm trying to comprehend why the Lord captured me on the road to Damascus. I'm wanting to know what is this stuff all about? What did he get me for? I'm killing Christians. I'm doing everything wrong. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And he said, bless God, something's got a hold on me. You know what had a hold on him? The grace of God, what Jesus had already done for him. You can read Matthew, Mark. You can read Luke. And you know what you'll see? You'll see a history of the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll see a biography of our Lord. But when you move over into the epistles, it's written down by a little bald-headed Jew named Paul that met Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus and he captured him there and he caught him up to the third heaven and he said, listen here, I've got something I want you to put into my church. And he wrote letters to churches. He wrote letters to you. That's what's ours. That's the grace of Almighty God. Paul was a grace preacher. He taught faith. You know, Romans is, is one of the most powerful faith books in the Bible. But he said, he's a grace preacher. What Jesus has already done for you. If you don't know what he's done for you, you cannot have faith. Amen? Faith comes by hearing and hearing about what he's already done for you. Praise God. Living Bible said, For because of our faith, He has brought us into the place of highest privilege where we now stand. We got into it. We got our faith and put it into God's hands. God's hands is called grace. God's hands is called grace. Hallelujah. What is grace? What's already set down to your credit? How am I going to get it into God's hands? If I get it in God's hands, something else takes over more powerful than me. There's a power beyond my ability that takes over. It's called grace. Called grace. Free gratitude. He done it because he loved you. Why did he do that for me? Why did he capture Paul? Because Paul's well-educated. Paul said every bit of my education I had to chunk it in, in the dung heap. Didn't mount to a hill of beans. Someone said, Paul's brilliant now. Paul, learning, he had to set it aside and take hold of what Jesus told him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another translation, Arthur S. Way said, We have been introduced by the door of faith into the favor of the grace of God in which we so firmly have a footing. Yes. The next verse said, Romans 5, 3, yes, we are exalting in the hope of something higher. Yet, the glory of God's presence. There's another realm out there, folks. It's another realm out there. 
that you can walk in another realm and you can live in another realm and it's a realm where you can drink another kind of air, praise God, and you can be in so total communion with your God, hallelujah, that you'll walk above the beggarly elements of this world. Can you say amen tonight, this morning, hallelujah? He said something has got a hold on me. What's got a hold on it? Something about a stranglehold? No, he's got a hold on what God has done for him. He's something, what Jesus has done for him, just done got a hold on Paul. Hallelujah. He said in 1 Corinthians 15, 9 and 10, he, Cotton Patch translation said, only by God's grace I am what I am. And the favor he showed me was not wasted for I worked harder than all the rest. Not I really, but God's goodness that had a hold on me. <laughs> Something got a hold on me. What's got a hold on you, Paul? Man, too much learning has made you nuts. Huh? Now what King Agrippa said? That you done went nuts on me. What's wrong with him? Now something's got a hold on me. He said, King said, I know, I know the Spirit of God's on you. I know it's on you. Oh, if you just only step out, oh, and believe what I'm telling you, that Jesus appeared to me. Jesus caught me up to the third heaven. Jesus told me what happened to Jesus on the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And bless God, King, that's what's got a hold on me. Man, he said, I almost believe. Man, I almost Almost, he's the most miserable man in hell, that man that almost believed, that almost took hold of what the man said. It almost said, I'll give my life to Jesus. I'll take what he's done for me and just receive it by faith, hallelujah, and enter into that grace that set down before me, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God. Something got a hold on me. Praise God. Praise the Lord. In 1957, I had a Chevrolet, 1957 Chevrolet, and uh, I was driving around one day, me and another fella, and I wanted to go down this one road. And so I, I knew his, you know, his new, new car. And so I went down this road and I got stuck. And I backed that thing up and run it until I just bogged her down until it wouldn't move. And I got a brand new 57 Chevrolet. And I'm thinking burn the motor. I know them little hot water sixes will burn up. I know what they'll do. And I told him, you get under that thing. And we done both tried to put it neutral and push it out. We couldn't. But something came up on me, and when he I picked the back end of that thing up and set it out of the mud. And I couldn't no more pick that up, nothing. But something came on me, folks. That's what Paul said. Something's got a hold on me, a power beyond my ability. It's no longer I that lives, but it's the Messiah, the Christ, that liveth in me. I am the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. Something got a hold on me. What is it? What Jesus has done for me. I mean, it's burning in him. Hallelujah. He's burning in him. Glory to God. I recently got the back end of that thing. I remember 
picking that thing up. I couldn't pick that up. But something come on me. You got something that's already come on you. He said, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes on you. Something's coming on you. Hallelujah. What will it do? It will give you the ability of Almighty God. Grace is God's power beyond your ability. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Y'all ever find John, Big John, 10th chapter, 27th verse. Said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. Eternal life is the life and nature of God. Eternal life is what makes God God. God gave you some of Himself. See, at the new birth, there was something built into you. What was it? The divine process, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And as you came out, the new birth is given to you and the eternal life. The same thing that makes God, God comes into you. You've got some God in you. Didn't he say, I'm the temple of the living God? Greater is he that is in me now. I got some power beyond my ability. Paul put it like this, said, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Woo! When I can't do it, something takes over. Hallelujah. It's not I, but the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one, hallelujah, living on the inside of me. He's made me more than a conqueror through him who lives in me. An ability of Almighty God has taken the place of your weaknesses. Praise God. I can't do that. Ain't no way I can do that. He said, I can do all things through the Messiah who lives in me. I can do them. Whatever God said you can do, you have been anointed and given the authority and power to do them. Praise God. He goes on to say here, I have given them eternal life. They shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which has given them me is greater than all. No man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Another translation. Ruth said, My sheep recognize my voice and I know them. They follow me and I give them life eternal. They will not perish in eternity and nobody shall snatch them out of my hand. Hallelujah. My Father who gave them to me is all powerful. See, that's that grace that takes over. You get it over in His hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got it in the good hands, people. And this gigantic system goes to work on your behalf. Praise God. The good hands, folks. Praise God. Something's got a hold on me. Something's got a hold on me. What is it? The grace. Something's got a hold on me. What is it? It's what Jesus did in the death, burial, and the resurrection. Sit down to my credit. He's made me righteous. He has made me sanctified, redeemed, and totally set free. So therefore, I receive that. How do I receive it? By faith. Well, it don't look like you're free. Well, that's what faith is, going by what it don't see. 
going by what God said. Just because God said it, I act on it. Just because God said it, I put it in my mouth. Just because God said it, I step out on it, praise God. And when I step out on it, something grabbed me called the grace of God. Something's got a hold on me. Woo! What is it? It's called that new covenant. It's called that new, new birth. It's called the life and nature of the living God. It's called what Jesus has already past tense did for us. Hallelujah. 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 My Father who gave them to me is all-powerful. Hallelujah. No one can steal them from His hands. Praise God. What's grace? God got a hold on you. Ain't no one take you out of God's hands. No one. Well, now don't get in your head. He's going to preach one of them once saved, always saved sermons. No, not preaching that. I'm preaching once saved, bless God, always victory sermon. I'm preaching once saved, always blessed sermon. I'm preaching, bless God, I'm going to stay in His hands. How am I going to do that with my everyday faith? It's impossible to please God without faith because you must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. I'm believing He rewards me for everything. I believe He blesses me for everything. I believe He's lifted me up out of a horrible pit and a miry clay and set my feet on a solid rock. I believe this day that He's lifted me out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. I believe the grace of God, His gigantic system that made the world is in effect on my behalf. Shout hallelujah this morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Helen Barrett Montgomery's translation said, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, they follow me, and I'm giving them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Nor shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father has given them to me, is stronger than all. Ain't nobody take you out of God's hands. Ain't nobody can stop you from getting any blessing that God's given you. Nobody but you. How can you do it? It's called unbelief, doubt. You exercise your faith. It don't matter what it looks like. It don't matter what it feels like. It don't matter what anybody said, what God said. That's what I want to know. That's called grace. That's called God's ability working in me beyond my ability. I can't, but He can. What I can't do, he can. Hallelujah. I got a sermon on faith. Do what you can, then do what you can. Amen. Do what you can. When you get to the can't, he can. Well, how, what are you going to do when you get to the can't? Say, Father, I thank you that grace is taking over. Hallelujah. I believe that himself took my infirmity. I believe that he's met my every need. I believe this promise is unto me and my whole household and as many as are far off as the Lord thy God shall call. I believe that and I put it over there in God's hands and that system goes to work for me. The power of the living God beyond my ability. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Let me read you another translation real good. My sheep listen to my voice, really, uh, good speed. And I know them, they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never be lost. Reckon he told the truth? No one 
shall tear them out of my hand. What my Father has entrusted to me is more important than everything else. How important are you to God more than anything else? Your healing is more important to God than anything else. You being set free is more important to God than anything else. He put them in his hands. Nobody can tear them out of his hands. I was preaching along these lines one time in Wade Prison. And, and, and this fellow had cancers all over his face and he couldn't shave and they, some of them were open sores and I said what's wrong with you and he, he had started coming to our meetings and I told him I said next time I come down here I'm going to pray for you because let me tell you something God's not mad at you God's happy with you I preached on God was personally present in Christ Jesus reconciling and Restoring the world to favor with himself. Cotton Patch said he's reached out and hugging the world to himself. He ain't mad at them folks. He ain't mad at nobody. People that don't live right, they're just doing what comes naturally. They're doing what they're of their father the devil. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Amen? Fellow drank wine, clown, all that. What's he doing that? Why does he do that? He's doing what comes naturally. Well, I know it, but he ain't supposed to do that. See, Christians try to straighten folks up. You ain't got to straighten them up. Bless God, that's God's ability. It's called a new birth. New birth will straighten you up. You get you some of that, you will change. If any man be in Christ, he's a new, new kind of man. What kind of man is he? He's a man with God's ability in him. He's a man with God living on the inside of him. He's the temple of the living God. He becomes a God-man, a man with God in him. What can he do? Whatever God said he can do. He can do what God said. I told, told this prisoner, I said, God, God ain't uh, 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 mad at you. God loves you. See, he's thinking in his head, in his head I've sinned. I've broken law. Man, I, I could never get forgiven. Here I am, I failed. He told me, he said, I went to church in a certain denomination as a kid and said, Granny carried me, I, I went to the altar. Said, I thought I was saved. But when I got up my age, I got with the wrong one. Let me tell you something, folks. Do you know you can go to the altar and get born again, but let me tell you something, unless you get some training up as you're young, you will enter into something as a teenager. That's why it's so important to teach kids. Train them up the way they should go. When they come of age, they'll not depart. See, you have to train them. You have to train them. You can't just say, go read the Bible. You can't just say, well, now I'll tell you what you need to do. If you don't, if you don't read five chapters of Proverbs and five chapters of uh, uh, Psalms today, I'm going to whoop fire off your head. You have to sit down with them. You have to sit down with them. Teach them, teach them, teach them. He said, I got into this. He said, they told me, he's raised some kind of church. They said, well, if you ever leave God, he's through with you. Well, I said, let me tell you something, he ain't through with you. And I tell you what, I said, next time we come down here, I'm going to pray for you about that cancer on your face. And God's going to heal you. Now, that's pretty bold talk. Yeah, it's bold as I can say it. Can't say it any bolder. If I could, I'd figure up some kind of way. See, he's thinking in his head. See, he's got things. 
God's not pleased with me all these years since I missed God back there. He's not pleased with me. He's pleased with you this morning. He's happy with you. He may not like what you're doing, but he likes you. Was a translation we read about the Lord Jesus growing in grace? Said he grew in grace. And said he's plenty smart. And God liked him. God likes you. I told that old man, I said, God likes you. See, that wasn't the first time he'd been in the pen. He'd been in the pen since he was a young man, and he's up in his 50s now, and he'd been there most of his life in the penitentiary, but he found out, bless God, God don't dislike him. God likes him. God's not against him. God's not putting something on him. Bless God for him missing God as a kid. Hallelujah. And the next time we came, I laid hands on him. He hadn't shaved in I don't know how long. He took scissors, trimmed his uh, uh, beard off. But he couldn't, he couldn't catch hold of God till he found out God was not against him, that God liked him. God was in Christ reconciling, restoring the world of faith, restoring the world of faith. I laid hands on him, prayed over him. Got witnesses sitting here. Next time we come back, he is shaved and his face looked like baby skin. You can't receive from Almighty God if you think you missed it or you hadn't been the Christian you ought to have been or you should have this and you should have that. Well, you didn't make it. You might have should have and you might have would have and you might have did her and all that kind of stuff, but you didn't. What are you going to do about it? Right now, I'm going to straighten it up. I'm going to press on towards that mark. I'm going to get a hold of this grace. God ain't mad at me. God ain't got nothing against me. If I sinned all day long, hallelujah, when I say, Lord, forgive me, he don't forget it. See, he don't just forget it. It's annihilated. It's gone. You know, you don't even have an account book. The account's gone. He ain't counting up your sins. He ain't got nothing to count them up on. See, he believes Jesus paid for your sin. <laughs> he believes the grace of God's taken over. Yeah, but I, since I've been saved, I've missed it. Since I've been saved, I've done this. Since I, well, bless God, who hadn't? Me and Brother Hagin. That's the only one I ain't never met. You know, and I've been worried about him here lately. Amen. Don't hang around and miss it. Hang around the mark. I'm pressing towards the mark. I want to get a hold to what Paul got a hold to. He got a hold to the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I want to get a hold to that. My faith's going to be in what Jesus has set down to my credit. It's already mine. I'm getting a hold of it. Lord, why? I want to comprehend why you captured me. Why was I born again? What's my purpose? To walk and live like your master and let him live his life through you. Paul said, bless God. He said, God captured me that he might reveal his son through me. <laughs> Hallelujah. How's he going to do that? Well, I'm, Brother Son, I'm trying all I can. Well, you fail. This power beyond your ability. Your faith's got to be in the power of God. Your faith's got to be in the grace of God. Your faith's got to be in what Jesus has done. Well, I don't know what he's done. Well, then you better find out. Only thing our God can't bless, sin and ignorance. He can't bless you beyond your knowledge. See, you find out what he's done for you. 
what he set down to your credit, what's already mine now, not one of these days. See, someone got up and found them a little song and said, oh, my, isn't it lovely? Everybody will be happy over there. I'm going to be happy over here. In the sweet by and by. See, I don't need nothing on that sweet by and by. I need something on that mean now and now. Right now, I need help. I don't need none of that. When you get over there, bless God, you got it. When you got over there, you walk in the streets of gold. You get over there, you'll see the Messiah. You get over there, you'll be introduced to God the Father, and you'll, you'll fall on your face and say, my God, revelation will come to you and flood you. Why didn't I take hold of that? Why didn't I? I knew I should have. Hallelujah. Get a hold to the grace of God with your faith. Your faith is your hold on God, but grace is God's hold on you. Hallelujah. When he grabs you, he puts he, I'm telling you right now, he put a half Nelson on it. Praise God. He's got a hold on it. Hallelujah. I was watching them folks on wrestling one day, and one of them jumped off the ring ropes, and he'd done something, knocked one down, kicked him 14 times, and he finally got him up, and they went to holler, oh, they got him in the solar flex or something. They had him in the solar or something. Or other. They had him in one of them holes. Oh, my God, what has he got? God's got a better hold on you than that. He got a better hold on you than that. Amen. How did he get a hold to it? I trusted him, and I believed him, put it in his hand, and that grace got me. The power of the living God holds me. Nobody can snatch me. Nobody can put something on me. Nobody can rob from me. Say, well, how does this stuff come? I get my thinking, and I get out of him over here in my thinking. You don't ever leave him, but you leave him in your head. Say, why? Because we got to reprogram our head. Our computers don't work good. When you get saved, you've been on the wrong track. See, sickness comes, you mash it, and it says Tylenol. Financial need comes up, and it says understanding Henry. <laughs> See, instead of my God meets my need. See, I've paid my time. When does the head moat on my behalf? Hallelujah. I'm in union with the Messiah. Whatever my God, I'm the seed of Abraham. Melchizedek come from heaven and blessed Abraham and God, and he said, Abram, possessor of heaven and earth. That means you're possessor of heaven and earth. Are you listening? How many of you are still out there? Where's the rest of you? Abram, the possessor of heaven and earth. If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. We got a covenant with Almighty God. What God has now belongs to you. What you have now belongs to God. Hallelujah. And your faith in that keeps the system of God working. It's called grace. Hallelujah. Power beyond your ability. Power beyond what you can do. How many of you ever tried to do something? My daddy used to tell me, he said, boy, you're a failure looking for somewhere to happen. Everything I did, I'd mess up. I don't, I remember one time, about the third or fourth grade, I wanted me a little blue seersucker suit. Now, y'all, I, I seen it up there in the window up there at Samples. And I wanted me, a, I just bought that little cotton-headed boy, and I looked good and blue, and it's blue, light blue. Man, and I've dogged them folks, dogged them folks, 
cost eighteen dollars. You know, I believe them days is gone too. And they finally, finally just broke down. You know, and just dog me. Yeah, you'll tear it up. You'll tear that thing up. You won't. And so they finally broke down. And got me a little serious up. And they had a cakewalk. And I didn't, I, you know, I'm just a little third grade. I didn't know no cakewalk. I don't know what that is. I, you know, I didn't, ha you know, but I wanted to go that night. And they having it just a couple blocks from uh, 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 where I live. And I got over at the cakewalk. And they'd do something. Other. I never didn't know what they did, but they had a little number there. And if you got on that right number, you know, they called it on you, you'd get a cake. I didn't get no cake. But we got to running out there on the sidewalk, and I run and, and, and fell off and busted both knees out of that little seersucker. Both my knees, you know, busted them out. Man, I hate to come, go home. I thought about running away. I thought about lying. How you going to lie? You know, I thought about going in, you know, different way. I thought about everything. But when I got in, they sat there, both of them, eyes on my knee. My little seersucker was busted. Now, you know, it wasn't even the end of the world, you know. It wasn't even over next door, you know, to them. You know, it, but they made it out. Oh, my God, you'd have thought I was the worst fellow in the world. Everything you do, you can't get him nothing. He'll tear it up. He always tells me, you tear up a steel ball. Well, I didn't like that. See, but I figured it out after a while. I got a little older. If you'll tear up a steel ball, ain't no use me getting you nothing less than a steel ball because you'll tear all that up. So therefore, I don't have to buy you nothing. See, I figured that out. I figured that. See, it didn't take me about 10 or 12 years, and I figured that out. You know, it just fell right in on me. And see, and then I got mad at them folks. They'd buy my sister anything. I mean, anything. If you buy him something. He'll tear it up. See. Like to hunt. Bought me a little three, you know, third grade. Bought me a BB gun. I'd kill him birds. I'd mark, I'd put me an X on there. You know, cut me a notch on there. Look at him. Before you know it, he'll whittle the whole stock off. You know. You know, it's all never. <laughs> you know, never. Sometime I'd kill 20, 30 birds, you know, and I'd pile them under a tree by our house. They'd come out there and, you know, you're going to cause ants. You know, I thought, man, I'm doing good. I'm hunting. I'm third grade. Ants, you're causing ants. You never do anything. I was fishing. I was fishing. I was fishing. This is just a few years ago. I'm grown. I, I, I mean, just about four or five years ago, I was fishing down in Louisiana, and, man, I'd gathered up a bunch of fish, you know, and another old boy was a... Uh, about three miles up from me, he was in a little old pothole, and he caught four or five bass, and they're pretty good size. And I, I drove by up there and honked at him. I said, "You want me to give you a ride back up there?" And I dressed mine right quick, you know, and throw the bag and ice them down. And I said, "You want me to carry you, uh, 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 carry you on back to your truck?" It was about a mile and a half from where he was. I said, "Throw your fish over, there and we'll snatch your hide off of him." He said, "I want to carry him and show my daddy." And I looked at that boy. I thought, my God, I'd like to carry some and said, look there. I've come in a many times and have 10 or 15 squirrels, and I throw them down. He said, how come the hide's on them? 
Let me tell you something. You got a father that's proud of you. That he ain't going to say, skin it and bring it in. He said, let me see it. Hallelujah. What have you done? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. That's daddy's day. That's daddy's day. My boys come along, I was always putting something in them. Tata'd say, what are you going to do? You going to get him? You know what he done? Yeah, I show him I'm going to get him. I said, I'm going to put more confidence in you. You can go somewhere tonight. Tata'd say, you reckon that's right? Yeah, that's right. You can't, you can't put something in these kids by knocking it out of them. Hallelujah. They'll go one way or the other. They'll be a wimp or they'll get mean. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where was we at? Anybody know where we was at? Hallelujah. 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 Let me read you Riggs' translation of that John 10. Their security rests ultimately in the love and power of my Father himself. That's where you rest at, in the love and power of the, my Father himself. For he has given them to me, and he is greater than all. He's greater than pain. He's greater than blood, sweat, and tears, folks. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, Paul got a hold of something. What, what God has done for me, he's already set it down to my credit. Young boy. I, I watched Winston Churchill and studied him all my life. And I, and I seen him stand up one time. Hitler had blown London off the map. He'd done everything but cross the channel. And he couldn't cross the channel because a big old bulldog-looking fellow named Winston Churchill stood up and inspired those people. And he stuck his fingers up there like that. And he said, we may run out of airplanes and we may run out of tanks and we may run out of all kind of ammunition. But when we do, we'll fight them with blood, sweat, and tears and it inspired a nation to not give up praise God well let me tell you something Jesus has already bore your pain your blood your sweat your tears praise God and he's lifted you up and set your feet on a solid rock glory to God glory to God hallelujah praise the Lord hallelujah Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn with him to the fifth chapter. Fifth chapter of Romans. Romans 5. See, he's giving you authority over your domain. You ain't got authority over mine. You ain't got authority over the President of the United States. You ain't got authority over the mayor. But you got authority over your domain. You got authority in your home. You got authority in your family. See, and if you get a hold of grace, let me tell you something. You ever seen, you ever seen a dog get run and just whoop and run him to the house? Let me tell you something. He'll turn on you. He won't go no further because he knows he's home. He knows he's at the house. You've got authority over your home. You've got authority over your families. You've got authority, bless God, on what God said belongs to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ain't got authority at my house. 
may not try to take it. See? Amen? But it's your home. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Romans, the fifth chapter. Fifteenth verse. But not as the offense so also is the free gift. So we got a free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of grace. See, the gift of grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ has abound unto many. See, you got a gift of grace. It's already yours. What's the gift of grace? What he did for you in the death, burial, and resurrection. What set down to your crown? Himself took my infirmities. He bare my sickness. He's lifted me up out of a horrible pit. He's translated me out of the kingdom of darkness. I'm in the kingdom of his dear son. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. I'm free from that. I don't have to labor on the word if I sin. My mother was in a denomination, Pentecostal denomination that believed if you sin, you lost salvation. And if she'd sin, she wouldn't admit it. She didn't want to lose her salvation. She'd get violent sometimes. Do all kind of things. And she'd deny it. She'd deny it. She wouldn't admit it. You've done something wrong. Run to Jesus and tell him, I'd done it. I'd done it. I'd done it. That's me, oh Lord. <laughs> That's me. I've done it. I've done it. Praise God. I'm heading on. I ain't interested in that. See, because His grace is sufficient for all that. See? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Glory to God. So, we got a free gift. 17th verse. Said, For if by one man's offense death ruled, death reigned, death was king, by one. Much more, they which receive the abundance of grace, see, and the gift of righteousness shall rule or reign in life by one Christ Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. The word reign there means God's sovereign power working in the believer. I read that straight out of E.W. I mean, uh, W.E. Vines. That's just vines. That ain't nothing I thought of. Hallelujah. Read it again. What's, what you going to do? Reign in life. Reign there means God's sovereign power working in the believer. Oh, hallelujah. You get a hold of that and something will get a hold of you. You get a hold of that and something will get a hold of you. What is it? It's the grace of God that will take over. It will get a hold to you, praise God. It will bring inspiration. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look in a 21st verse. That as sin hath reigned unto death. See? Look back in Romans 5, 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered, whereby whereby as one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men. Death ruled. Death reigned. It reigned from Adam to Moses till they got the law that they could 
have sacrifice and cover their sins. Well, how many of you know when Jesus applied the blood to the mercy seat, it annihilated your sin. He nailed the account book to the cross and closed the account. There's no more account for you to fill up. You know, when I got saved, folks told me, said, well, you know, God clean, uh, wiped your slate clean. Well, good. Here's another slate. Fill it up. No, that ain't the way it is. You ain't got a slate. He ain't keeping record of none of your sins because he believes he laid them on Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 21st verse. That as sin hath reigned or ruled or was king unto death, even so might grace reign. Grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus our Lord. Amplified said, reign as kings. Philip said, men, by their acceptance of his more than sufficient grace and righteousness should live all their life like kings. What's he saying? What's he saying? You supposed to live like King Farouk or something? Have, you know, and just have some? No. He's saying you're supposed to rule over your domain. He's saying you're supposed to rule over what he's given you authority over. How am I going to do that? You're going to have to get a hold of grace. Hallelujah. When you get a hold of grace, you'll have faith to put it in the grace of Almighty God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.